Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good morning to you and uh, welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show where indeed our uh, one-way communication here is working, but your two-way communication on your phone may be interrupted this morning. I just have to tell you, I noticed this. I pulled, um, you know, yesterday, it's weird. Yesterday we had trouble reaching a couple of our guests. Remember that? Yes. Uh, Genevieve Wood claimed that her phone was not working properly when we were trying to call her yesterday. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with Charles Payne or not, but <laughs> we did But we did point out that um, cell phones, like I drove to Memphis last weekend, and three of us, as we entered Memphis for the first 45 minutes we were there, our cell phones wouldn't work. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, you just had the Francis Howell School District have a cyber attack. I don't know if that has any weird connection to this. I don't know, but several people are reporting this morning. Several outlets are reporting that there are cell phone problems. Carl, you mentioned the three servers. AT&T was one of them, right? AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Yeah, so I get in my car this morning, and... I, I, I can remotely close my garage door, right? I had to drive my other car today, and I don't have a garage door opener in there. So I opened up my app to remotely close my garage door, and it, I had no service. Hmm. I had no service at all once I left the Wi-Fi in my house, and I looked down, and it said SOS at the top, which is what happens when your phone can't find cell, cell service. And um, it was that way for... The first 10 minutes of my drive, and then all this, like, I, I, my GPS worked, but nothing else worked. And then all of a sudden, it came back on, and then it worked. But when you're down, you're no text messages, no phone calls, no nothing. So uh, we are going to be looking into that this morning and, and seeing. We'll be covering that story as it develops through the day because I've heard no national coverage of this at all. Fox just had it. Well, I mean, just now, though. Just now. We we noticed it. We were talking about it a little bit yesterday. So uh, I don't know. If you've if you've noticed a problem with it, uh, call in here. Let us know. I Mark, they, they I, can't. I, I know, but I'm assuming their phones are working now. Like, I'm looking at mine, and I have cell service right now. So right now it's working. My point is I wonder if anybody else has experienced this either yesterday or today that their cell phone just suddenly showed up as um, – SOS. Now, the weird thing is that just last week <clears throat> we had a congressman claiming that there was some sort of um, imminent threat to the United States national security dealing with satellites in Russia and outer space. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if that's got anything. I'm not su- suggesting that I know that's got anything to do with this, but I have to wonder if uh, if there's not. If it, it clearly was an issue of my phone not being able to connect. To yeah, I didn't network. even notice that. And I just got a notification on, on X when you shared the link. So I, or did you get that as well? No. Interesting. 
that what you didn't get a notification that we just went live on X? Uh, let me see here. I just wonder if I don't even know if you and I have the same service, but yeah, I, I have just AT&T to... and got it. Yeah. No, I did not. Interesting. So, uh, anyway, if you if you end up with an issue about that, uh, if you've had that problem, call us three one four two four one nine seven nine seven. I'd love to know if this is more widespread uh, than than we think here, uh, or if anyone else has had uh, has had that problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In the meantime, uh, there's there's a lot going on there. There are Supreme Court decisions down in Alabama we want to talk about this morning dealing with the embryo case, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, Nikki Haley is d- d- pretty soft on she's pretty soft on this issue. It, it, if you if you are familiar with this case, it's basically the the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that embryos are children. How like that? That's a that's a major decision by a state supreme court, and it dealt with the fact that this couple went. They had in vitro. They they got um, the, they got the eggs that were fertilized. They used a couple of them. They froze the others, and a lab technician was walking through the refrigerated section and dropped their their vials, and they broke on the floor. and the And the couple sued them over it. And acted, you know, they acted like, well, so sorry, but, and the couple's like, those were our children. Mm -hmm. What are you doing here? And the Supreme Court agreed with them. So Nikki Haley is out commenting on that uh, this morning. I thought, I thought her comments on that were uh, pretty interesting. We'll we'll get to some of that for you. I also want to talk that over with Shannon Bream, who we're going to have on later in the show today in the eight o'clock hour, just uh, from a legal perspective, since she covers the Supreme, this U.S. Supreme Court uh, and is a legal correspondent uh, for Fox. I'm anxious to get. Uh, her thoughts on that uh, this morning as well. We do have a couple people calling in here who I'm assuming uh, might have experienced some cell outages as well. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But first, Carl, let's get to our top stories, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. You're extremely funny. How might you showcase your sense of humor during this campaign? I don't think I want to be a comedian. <laughs> I mean, he says some pretty funny stuff sometime, like Bigly. Uh, and huge, but uh, he he claims he's trying to leave comedy uh, out of this because the fate of the world might rest in his hands. Uh, we had to, we had to change them to make people uh, actually uh, make them available for people, make people eligible. Well, uh, that's Joe Biden. He's having a little trouble reading a teleprompter there, but Joe to the rescue again! To hell with the United States Supreme Court. He is canceling more student debt. Vote for me. What do you think of the Smirnoff indictment? Well, I mean, it is what it is, so it uh, doesn't change the fundamental facts. Yeah, uh, that is uh, Jim Jordan talking about the fact that uh, the one of the uh, witnesses in this impeachment trial has been found guilty of lying, and the Democrats are now saying, oh, it's over. And uh, Jim Jordan's like, hey, back the bus up. There's a lot of other evidence here. There is a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists. There are the social media drivers. That is uh, Justin Trudeau uh, Castro. They're uh, the leader of Canada who's telling us he, he wants to go. He's like Barack Obama. Did you hear this, Kim? He wants to go back to the days when there were only two or three news outlets and they only dealt in the facts 
that they wanted you to hear. Yeah, I'm sure he gets to pick which of those outlets he would like to remain, right? Yeah, I finished that sentence for him. He 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 wants to go back to the day when there were just two or three uh, media outlets who were telling you what he wanted you to hear. Barack Obama basically said the same thing a few years ago. He was lamenting for the old days when there were, you know, when ABC, NBC, CBS, but Tom Brokejaw were telling you what you needed to know, and there's nothing else you needed to hear. I mean, that that's kind of what people like this want. They they want to control information. It's 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 kind of scary, and um, we we'll get to more. I want to play that full bite for you here coming up in just a couple of minutes. But but back to the back to the cell phone uh, outage issue. Unusual because I can't remember the last time uh, that I I couldn't get service with my phone. For it to have happened to me last week, two other people at the same time in the same car in, in a town outside of St. Louis, and to happen again this morning, I wonder what's going on. Let me get to a couple of calls. I got Rusty first on uh, line one. Rusty, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm all right. What's going on? Yeah, I got to work about 4 o'clock this morning, and a bunch of guys started stepping in and going, hey, our phone's not working. Yeah. So I went, I went to my Google Maps, and it wouldn't work. It just popped on right about 5 o'clock. Google phones and are the worst, I heard. Yeah. And we're all AT&T. Most of us ain't working. Everybody just started popping back on. Mine just popped on. I could make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, now now that I look at, uh, at this, uh, this is happening all over the country. Uh, CNBC right. is reporting about it this morning. Um, CBS News uh, stations down in Atlanta. A lot of people are having the same problem with their phone being stuck in SOS mode. Right. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Rusty, I appreciate the phone call. Hey, can I get a shout out to why I work? Absolutely. Go ahead. Aspen Waste Trash Service. Absolutely. Hey, good. Keep up the good work. We need you. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, see you later, buddy. I appreciate that. Let me get to Aaron here on line two. Aaron, what's going on? Hey, the same issue that you had, sir. Uh, when I left the house and got off Wi-Fi, I tried to set the alarm, and uh, the app wouldn't open and work, but yet I'm sitting right next to my wife, and we're talking on her phone, and we both have AT&T, both on the same account, and hers is working just fine, and I still have nothing. Well, uh, yeah, I do. They, they, apparently there's some national website that tracks these outages. It's called downdetector.com and it and uh when you're when you're having problems, you can check with your whoever your service is telling you whether whether where they're having problems around the country. So, uh they apparently this is going on all over the place. I, I appreciate the call this morning. Have a good day. Absolutely. Yep. So, so it it's a thing. Uh, like I said, uh, I, I'm seeing reports out of Dayton, Ohio. I mean, it's it's it appears to be nationwide uh, right now that people are having this problem. If we can narrow down what they think's going on, uh, we will uh, we will let you know. Nobody seems to have any clear answers on it. Uh, uh, T-Mobile, AT and T, and Verizon have not replied to requests for comment at this point as to what might be going on. But I think it's. It's reason for concern. I don't oh, know about you, but this some, is a lifeline right here. Well, yeah, some were saying there's some issues with 911. Think about that. In an emergency, people not being able to even make a call out to 911. Th- this is true. I, I will remind you, and we're running a little long in this segment, that if it says SOS on there, you do have the ability to to make an emergency call um, w- through through the satellite. 
uh, if you have an iPhone. I know I've used it when I was in Glacier last year. Oh, so that would be the only really thing you'd be able to do, right? Right. It'd be make an emergency right. call. Right. But it, and that when would that be matters, using though. the satellite. Uh, if you could, if you can get outside of a building to a to a place where it can see the satellite, uh, you could you could make an emergency call. But it's not easy. <laughs> Hold on a second, Mark. DownDetector.com reporting over 32,000 outages at its peak around 4.30 a.m. We are also hearing reports of customers with AT&T struggling to call 911. Users also reporting more than 800 outages for Verizon and T-Mobile users. It's unclear what caused this problem. No word yet from any of those major cellular networks. Yep, that's uh, Fox Live this morning that you're you're hearing there just a couple just uh, just then. So there, it is nationwide. We hear any more details on it? We'll get to it first. Let's get to a quick break in our national anthem. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. An innocent victim caught in the crossfire of a rolling gun battle along I-270 in Bridgeton today. Investigators say shortly after 1230 this afternoon, two cars were exchanging gunfire along northbound 270 between St. Charles Rock Road and Missouri Bottom Road. One of those bullets went through the driver's side window of a third car, striking the driver, a man in his 60s. It hit him in the shoulder. The wow. gunshot went through, uh, striking the window. That's shatterproof glass. It still shatters at that point, being hit by gunfire, um, which we do believe slowed the bullet down to uh, help, you know, give him some protection. The victim was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The gunman remains on the run this afternoon. Yeah, very vague description of who the gunman was there firing people on I-270. Did you see that? Yeah. I did notice in Kansas City they had something similar. My friend Pete Mundo was tweeting out about it uh, this morning. Uh, somebody, uh, it was a road rage incident, uh, and uh, like it happened at, I think this one happened at 1230 in the afternoon. Yeah. The one there happened at 8 or 9 o'clock yesterday morning. So by, rush hour. By 5 o'clock, they had the mug shot of the very Caucasian suspect plastered all over the news. Uh, didn't That didn't take long. Uh, it may take them longer on the Super Bowl parade shooting, but it didn't take them long uh, to give us a mug shot in that case. Here's the thing with this <clears> situation <throat> on I-270 yesterday. It's not clear, at least from what I've seen so far, was this a road rage incident or was it an argument that had started prior to them getting on the road and for whatever reason they decided to continue it in the middle of the interstate? Yeah. I would imagine road rage because we've seen a lot of road rage cases get out of hand and lead to someone getting shot. It it could be. I mean, to to a lot of those. um, A lot of those shooting incidents at that time of day. Those ten, I guess what I'm trying to say is things that I think are likely to be gang related or people getting back at each other, revenge types, they tend to happen later in the day. This happening in the middle of the day would lead me to believe maybe road rage uh, had something to do with it. Uh, I don't know, but uh, we're, we're, we're keeping, uh, <laughs> you have to keep your head on a swivel these days, don't you? Isn't that frightening? Yeah. I mean, I have been very <sighs> clear. I know this happened on I-270, but I've been very clear. I avoid certain areas 
not not that I would avoid Bridgeton per se. I mean, no. I, I go to Bridgeton, no, but yeah, yeah, but but I, I I avoid seventy in certain areas because I'm not gonna. I don't. I mean, this could happen anywhere. I'm not pretending like it couldn't. But there certainly are areas where I feel safer. Uh, Ch- Channel Four. I know it's a. I, are we still in a sweeps month? We are, aren't we? Yep. Uh, they covered a story yesterday about a, a a homeless encampment set up outside somebody's front door on the sidewalk. I mean, Did you see that? Story? Yes. Th- so this has been going on for years, by the way. This battle, and I'm pretty sure that homeless encampment has been moved around. Their argument is it's public property. We're on the sidewalk. If I were that homeowner, I mean, it looks like crap. I I don't know how else to to say it, but it does. Like it just, it's a huge encampment. Have you seen the picture of it? Here's the here's the insanity. I would be pissed. Yeah, I watched the I watched the story. Here's the insanity of it. Um, if you if you called a a two men in a truck and told them to come over and haul this junk away, whatever that company is that does that and they got rid of it tomorrow, those homeowners would end up being sued probably by the city for removing that without permission, even though it was sitting on the curb in front of their house as an eyesore, hurting their property values and everything else, uh, risk to public safety. The fact that they could move all the homeless tents from around Camp Tish over here proves that they can can relocate the homeless when they want to. It's affecting the mayor. Or the fact that the vice president's in town and might see it, they can be moved. These people have been suffering through with this for years down there. It's unbelievable uh, how, how homeowners have no rights and uh, homeless people have all the rights, it seems like. Hmm. Coming up, we'll get to Kim on a whim. We'll be right back. Kim on a whim. It's a question so many people have wondered. Does the COVID-19 vaccine have an impact on my health? Now, the largest COVID study ever conducted is providing some answers. A link between the vaccine and heart and brain disorders has been uncovered. Yeah, researchers with Global COVID Vaccine Safety Project reached this conclusion after collecting data from nearly 100 million people across eight different countries. Today, I spoke with a local medical expert who says the COVID vaccine still outweighs the risks. Oh, there you go. The news always has to make sure that they talk about all the terrible things that can happen related to the COVID vaccine shot and then say... Don't worry, it's still in your best interest to get the shot. Yeah. They always have to say that. That was a local station out of Jacksonville, Florida, and I picked it, that clip, for a specific reason, and I'll tell you in just a second, but let me go over this study. Yeah. So the Global COVID Vaccine Safety Project, 100 million people across eight countries, not actually the U.S., um, but it was was everything, like Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, all of them. And they're saying, yes, indeed, there is a link to neurological blood and heart conditions. Myocarditis, which we've heard for years now, and we've, we, I say me, others who, who don't want this shot forced on us, um, have said it is, it is linked to myocarditis. And people would say we're crazy and you have no, no, no basis for saying such a thing. Well, myocarditis, pericarditis, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, which was mentioned, which is an autoimmune disease that is like tingling i believe in like your limbs like your arms it causes and stuff. some paralysis is what right it and there's there's yeah, no cure for that oh you're yeah. really yeah so so yes it can get better but but you're there's really no cure to anything i've seen blood clots in the brain is what they've been saying and it's interesting because you watch 
other news outlets reporting on this and they'll talk about in fact I was just watching one from NBC News network NBC News and they were saying how there's this been this dramatic rise in heart attacks ever since COVID yeah they didn't link it to the shot now 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 I can't definitively say it's from the shot I'm sure that that COVID has caused that in some cases just by simply having COVID but I would I would argue that this shot is way more dangerous than people have ever wanted to admit. And I, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again because I have strong feelings about this. I am in no way telling you to not get the shot. I am in no way saying you shouldn't have access to the shot. If you want to get the shot and all 45 boosters, by all means, I'm not I, I'm serious. Go get it. You should you should be able to go get that. But do not force it on people like me who are not comfortable getting it. Or your children. Or your ch- <laughs> and, and, and it's so funny to me when they sit there and say things about, oh, you're, you're better off getting it. How about for the children that they've been trying to force it on who are, are extremely unlikely to ever get COVID? And if they do get COVID, they're extremely unlikely to have severe symptoms that would cause any sort of long-term effect. I, I've, I've said all along, you know what your risk factor is, right? It, it, through the various different strains of COVID and all of that, the one that was supposedly the deadliest to begin with affected the very old, and it affected people who had existing risk factors like obesity and a, a variety of other issues. They would never say that, though. You, you they, Well, not, not, they, they weren't saying they that They did for a not while. admit it at first. Right. You're absolutely right. But right. when we go back and look at the statistics— these are the people, you can see it right in the St. Louis County statistics, who were most likely to die from COVID. Even some of those could have been prevented had they used uh, ivermectin and some of the other medicines, yeah. uh, hydroxychloroquine, that were available, which they wouldn't consider doing. None of that, none of the, those facts have changed today. Yeah. They're, we're, they're still running ads. Occasionally, uh, who, who, who did I hear? Um, it was during the Super Bowl, wasn't it? It was one of the... One of the big athletes was still telling you to go out and get the jab. Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey? probably it was Kelsey, right? They call him Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. So, so I, I'm sorry. That should have a disclaimer at the end of it, just like the one where you'll hear at the end of most medical ads. If you're allergic to any of the ingredients of blank, blank, uh, don't take it. But no kidding. Yeah. You have to add that disclaimer at the bottom of every drug ad. Why aren't we saying? Uh, you should probably only take this if you meet certain risk criteria. Right. That Okay, so that's a perfect example. When you listen to those advertisements on TV, you hear, and it, it's almost like laughable in some cases because they have to say it. It's like possible side effects, stroke, death, heart attack, like the worst things ever, right? And you're right. kind of laughing like, oh, let me go take this drug. Now, there are side effects to, to every drug. We know that. There is a risk when you take that. We're not claiming there's not. However, th- to your point, Mark, I feel like when it came to the vaccine, they made it seem like there is no reason you should be at all worried to take this. It's yes. been thoroughly tested, which we knew was a bunch of BS. And just just to hear so many people so willing to to tell people that they should lose their job over this is disgusting. And, and still to this day, you have people who are so pushy about this. Like I mentioned, I had a friend when I lost my job who told me that this pandemic would never be solved until every single person got the vaccine. Wow. How has that gone over? No. No. Yeah, it, Th- that it, is, that is, oh my gosh. So, so it, listen, I want you to really fast, I want to play this soundbite for you from the, this is the same Jacksonville TV station that you heard in the initial clip. Okay. But I'm sure there are a lot of you who listen to that story. Like me, I'm sitting there going, what has happened over the past couple of years? You know, I had the COVID shot, I had COVID, um, and then dealt with pericarditis like just this past Christmas. So, 
and never had heart problems before, so I wonder. Right. You know, now I'm going to be doing some more research to figure out what in the world. Yeah. I found that really interesting because how often do you hear in local news someone, an anchor in that admitting case, that? coming out admitting that she's obviously not making any clear, like, oh, it's because of this. But the fact that she even said that, I bet you far more people have dealt with with issues following either COVID or, in this case, the shot, who would ever want to admit it or talk about it. So, sometimes we add guests in the middle of the show, and I'm going to attempt to do that right now just because of Kim on a whim. This morning, uh, we're being offered a, a interview regarding why so many young people are having heart attacks. Really? And, and the story information that they put in here is heart disease is the leading cause of death. Um, it, cardiologists are noticing an increase in heart attacks among younger people in their 30s and 40s. COVID-19 has had a major effect on younger people uh, where their bodies are overwhelmed. Now, they're and this that that sentence seems to blame it on COVID-19 COVID. and not the shots. They forgot to write the word that, shot. That, that we've seen kind of ramp up. So we're going to put in a request to get this guy on here, maybe around 735, and see if, if we can parse that out a little bit. I'm sorry, you don't, it's not normal to have young mm. athletes, these young men who we are seeing dying at a rapid rate. It is not normal to drop dead when you're 30-something years old, you're a professional I, athlete. I know it's happening more often. I know it. I see it with yeah. my own eyes. There's no, it's like saying there's nothing wrong with Joe Biden. You see it with your own eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it, it, when you, I've noticed more and more stories of young athletes finishing a race and uh, dropping dead. I mean, it's, uh, Where's that coming from? Yeah. And I'd love to know in each one of those cases when I hear them, were they vaxxed and were they boosted on top of that and how many times? And I, I think MRNA? those are fair questions. You and can... the minute you start bringing that up, people's cackles get raised. Right. But there's no reason not to ask those questions. Right. And it's interesting, too, because when mm. you go to donate to the Red Cross, if you're donating blood, there's a series of questions they want to ask you, like HIV, things like things that you would expect. Are you pregnant? All that stuff. But now I, I saw something online, and I actually did it myself just to verify, indeed, this is what it is. If you're doing the rapid pass, whatever that is, for the American Red Cross to see if you can donate, one of the questions is, have you ever had a coronavirus vaccine? And, it, and it's capitalized ever. Have you ever? So a single shot. And then, of course, it says if you answer yes to any of these questions, please call the Red Cross to determine if this will affect your eligibility. Wow. So, so maybe they're stopping. Maybe to- they're seeing more and more issues where they don't want mm. you donating. If can you imagine the the shortage then? If they discover that that you're ineligible, and I don't know if that's the case. I'm just telling you what the question says. Mm-hmm. If that means you're ineligible at some point, that could be a cry. I mean, that could be really bad. Yeah, I would agree completely. Uh, interesting uh, question that you raised there. Hey, by the way, uh, my phone is on SOS again. Yours, you've checked no, yours? mine's not. Mine's not. I just looked down, and obviously I have Cricket, which is a subset of AT&T, and right now I have no cellular service. Uh, it's out again. I think this, I have Verizon. Is, no, T-Mobile bought Sprint, right? Yes. Okay, the, I have T-Mobile. So this first happened around 4 o'clock this morning is when I noticed it, and it was reported across the country uh, with a variety of different services. Mine's out. Theirs is not. Who do you have again, Carl? I have AT&T. You have AT&T, and I have Cricket, but my my cell service is not working right now. Hmm. You guys both have iPhones? Yes. Yeah. I wonder if it's an iPhone issue. Uh, no, because I heard Google phones are... Yeah, he, we, the out. caller did mention Google phones, didn't he? Interesting. What a mess. 
I know. And still nobody knows what's going on. So if we get any update on that, we will uh, we'll let you know. We're going to get to a quick break here. Uh, next hour, we'll talk to uh, to Dr. Mina Bose. She's a uh, political analyst. We've had her on before. I don't know if you heard this the other night, but during the uh, interview with Laura Ingram, Donald Trump challenged Joe Biden to debate him right there on the show. Like, not at that moment, but just issued the challenge. Do you think that'll ever happen? I, I just can't see it. Even yeah. if he ends up being the candidate, I can't see it. We'll talk to Dr. Mina Bose about uh, 620. We'll be right back. That is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right. Welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Just a little update on Mark's phone. I'm still in SOS mode. I've got no um, I've got no cell coverage at all right now. My, you want me to try to call you? My cricket phone. You can try, Carl. Yeah, see try. what happens. It says... I turned the Wi-Fi off intentionally, so um, just to make sure that that, so I'd know if it went back into SOS mode. Did you get my text last night then? I did not get a text. I'm texting you now to see if you get my text. Um, I okay. wondered why you didn't respond. What What did, I, I'm not okay, going to ask got, you on the I air. got it, Kim. Okay, so you got my text. Mark, did you just get my text? Oh, I see. Which I did get a text from you last night, Carl. Hang on. Uh, no, I haven't gotten a text since 522. My friend Jeff texted me this morning, but my, my phone is inactive right now. All right. So I've got Cricket, which is on the AT&T network. If you've got Cricket, you may be going through the same thing. Or voicemail. AT&T. Yeah, I went to voicemail. Weird. So I'm receiving no phone calls. Hmm. I thought this was uh, interesting. Go woke, go broke. Nothing could make me happier than this headline I read, Carl. And I know you went to see Dune 3 or whatever it is Two. the other day. Leads into three. Okay. All right. It's happening. Uh, have you seen God and Country yet? I have not. Are you going to? I, I don't know what it is. This is that is... the one about the band? Their backstory? Uh, no. That's... No. Oh, that's for King that's and Country. Um, King and Country. This isn't about for this, King and Country? This no. is about um, Meathead. Mr. Comey is a meathead. This is about this is a Rob Reiner movie. He played Meathead in Archie Bunker. Remember him? Uh, he's a he's a hateful, uh, spite-filled leftist uh, who operates in in Hollywood and hate just despises Donald Trump. He he goes on uh, media across the country to get just a few seconds of time to slam Donald Trump. He 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 hates him. Right. Um, he he's made a movie called. God and Country, the Rise of Christian Nationalism, to try to prove his point that uh, Christians are ruining the world. And uh, it was in 85 theaters this past week. It earned, in four days, $38,000. Whoa. That's an average of $451 per theater over four days. Rob Reiner can buy a car, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that I, I don't know what it costs to produce. That can't begin to approach the no. the labor cost to produce something like that, the distribution costs to, to uh, produce something like that. Here's how the New York Times describes the movie. God and Country describes the growing threat to democracy posed by voters who subscribe to the belief that the United States is a Christian nation and this should influence policies on abortion, public education, immigration, and so on. 
The film's insights about the role of religion in politics feel especially well-informed because many of the commentators draw on their own personal and professional experiences with the Christian church. Um, <laughs> this is the, the, I mean, the people that founded this country were Judeo-Christians. In God we trust. Of course, their religion played a role in how and why they chose to create the greatest uh, republic in the history of the world. How silly. I'm so glad to see the woke Rob Reiner fail miserably in his latest uh, attempt at wokeism. That's a good thing. Coming up, we'll check in with Matt Pauley. Get more at 971talk.com.